Internet Radio. Colden FM, the sound of magic. Enter Merlin, but beware, do not interrupt his magic.
around the planet on the World Wide Web. Internet Radio. Hi, Merry Meet, and welcome to Cauldron FM and the June Meet with me, the Merlin. And we open the show with a track called Siren Moon by Sharon Knight, taken from the Songs of the Goddess album. And we follow that with Kenny Klein from the same album with something called Vagabond Blues.
Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. So that was Kenny Klein and something called Vagabond Blues, again taken from the Songs of the Goddess album. And the third track from the album is by a lady called Jenna Green. And she did a beautiful track and it's called Bridget. So here is Jenna Green on Cauldron FM, the sound of magic.
while ago, I compiled, with the help of some research on Facebook and Pinterest, something called the 13 goals of a witch. And somebody asked me if I could repeat them. Well, I can't actually repeat them verbatim, but I can do my version of them again, as I did the last time. So let's start with number one, which is honour the goddess and God. Number two is know yourself. Number three is know your craft. Number four, learn and grow. Number five, apply knowledge with wisdom. Number six, always strive to achieve balance. Number seven, keep your words in good order. Number eight, keep your thoughts in good order. Number nine, celebrate life. Number 10, attune with the cycles of the earth. Number 11, breathe and eat correctly. Number 12, exercise the body. And number 13, meditate. So out of those, I think they're all very easy. Some might be a little bit more testing, but they're all easy. There you have the 13 goals of a witch. And now let's move on with another piece of music, which is the JPS Experience and a track called Breathe On Me. Breathe on me. to Delaware, this is Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. Many a time she had been here before.
Autumn beneath her laying out on the floor Mold and barefoot had cheat many a sore But she'd still be there in the morning Broken beneath her the wood from the trees Paper thin corpses of spring's finest leaves She treads there frequently but never is seen She'll still be there in the morning She walks with her hands both held out to her side Fingertips rushing, the fans passing by She walks with her head turned towards the moon's light and she'll soon be there in the morning Gently, oh gently, she moves on her way Still to be there in the morning The footsteps behind her fall silent Underneath her all rot and decay The clothes that she wears are all fading and grey And she'll still be there in the morning Her song has become as a breath from her lungs and delicate whisper, the gentlest of songs A melody is carried by wind to the sun And she'll still be there in the morning Gently, oh gently, she moves on her way Still to be there in the morning piece of work capturing the essence of Exmoor. After the next little break it's time for the piece by myself. A way to determine what type of witch you are. I'm Emma and I like nothing more than sitting down and listening to Colgen FM. Over the years I have read about, heard of various types of witches. Some called kitchen witches, others green witches, techno witches, the list goes on and on and on. So let's continue with a brief look at the different, some of the different types of witches. So the first one we come to is a solitary witch. This is someone who practices alone. Then we have a fairy witch, who is a witch that practices ritual and spell work by communing with fairy folk. Then we have an eclectic witch, is one who borrows from all types of witchcraft. Then we have a techno witch, 
and the techno witch is someone who predominantly utilizes technology for spell working and rituals and then we have a crystal witch and the crystal witch primarily uses crystals for her spells and rituals a green witch uses nature for all spell workings and rituals then we go to a hedge witch who is also sometimes called a shaman or a shaman and they focus mainly on healing and the last one in this list is a hereditary witch someone who has been descended from a line of witches once upon a time it was thought that you had to be an hereditary witch to be a real witch but that is not the case so many witches choose to follow their own certain path based on their ancestry maybe you gravitate towards the norse traditions or the celtic traditions egyptians or indian but whichever way the choices are almost infinite blessed be Different times. 
Merry Meets, this is Ems from Saltwater Gaia with this Meets Crystal of the Month segment. I'm a self-employed crystal healing master practitioner and teacher. I'm based on the beautiful North Devon coast, but I work around Devon, Cornwall, Somerset, and sometimes farther afield. This includes remotely. And for that, that's kind of wherever you are anywhere in the world. I offer other energy healing modalities, including massage and aromatherapy, but crystals are my passion and specialty. I also teach courses from beginner to practitioner levels and a range of workshops uh, for children to adults and for all levels. So I'm writing this with the wonderful uh, lither energies around us and also these lovely sort of summer solstice kind of energies too, sat next to my lither altar. The crystal for this meet is rhodochrosite and this is not to be confused with rhodonite and it's a type of manganese calcite um, of rose pink. So it is closely related to calcite. It's actually created when white manganese dissolved with carbonate drips into cavities and it gives this stone its swirls of pink and red and white. In some ways, it kind of reminds me of peppermint seaside rock. Now, when it's polished, the paler pink and white banding will often show more clearly and colours can actually range from pale pink to deep red with some yellow, orange and brown inclusions as well. And this is a heart chakra stone of courage and a compassionate heart. Rhodochrosite was known as the Inca Rose to the Native Americans in the Andes who believed it contained the blood of great ancestral kings and queens. In a cave deep under the Andes, the heart of Mother Earth beats once every 200 years and it is a heart-shaped boulder of rhodochrosite that has been sacred to the local people for millennia. The Alfonso Lapidary describes an astringent stone with cleaning and drying properties called Almartac, and this is believed to be rhodochrosite. It was claimed to calm itching, and when you mix it with wax, it could heal ulcers, clear putrid fresh, and uh, reduce pain as well. So there's a bit of a teasing suggestion that it was used in alchemy. However, no actual spells exist in the book. A more gemmy red example of rhodochrosite is mined exclusively from the Sweet Home Mine in Colorado. This is extremely rare, deep red, and it's found nowhere else in the world. Rhodochrosite focuses its healing on old emotional scars and it softens those which conceal long-held hurts. It helps to guide our consciousness back to the moment when the stress originally occurred. So using rhodochrosite often means that we may experience flashbacks to painful memories and this could be in this lifetime, it could provide a glimpse into a past lifetime and since all time is simultaneous, this could include concurrent lives too. The healing gift of rhodochrosite is all about the inner child and this is the egoless, innocent aspect of the psyche that responds immediately to all the programming that's thrown our way. In childhood, our mind internalises all the judgments and critiques that are often forced on us. And this can manifest as patterns of energy that then influence our inner child even as we age. And as a result, the inner child may be afflicted with fear of being worthy, of lacking self-love, fearing actually being successful or any number of other neuroses. Hence, rhodochrosite feels like a warm, comforting hug for our inner child. Sometimes it's hard to tell how rhodochrosite will act on our energy. On the one hand, it can gently peel back the layers of emotional patterning. But on the other, it can also be a storm force when the emotional body is particularly cluttered. And as it clears away the chaotic emotions, we're left with a few or fewer inner conflicts. And this is very similar to the way that malachite works. Malachite, as you remember, was the stone that featured in the last meet. So it can effectively be used with rhodochrosite as they both have a strong affinity with the clearing and developmental processes. 
Some experts also link rhodochrosite to the womb and associate it with fertility and abundance. So if there is something new you are ready to conceive or birth into the world, then rhodochrosite may help. On a physical level, rhodochrosite improves the health of the circulatory system generally, as well as supporting the blood vessels and helping to regulate blood pressure. It can also aid the libido, address overall weaknesses and lethargy, and help with acute hearing issues. It's said to be useful for the thyroid, the metabolism, and the lungs and kidneys specifically too. Spiritually, it's a powerful stone for developing freedom. It sweeps away old patterns and their karmic ties, which gives you a wonderful blank slate to work from. It increases compassion and creativity and renews passion for life itself. And it also fosters self-confidence and promotes a much more humanitarian outlook. Mentally and emotionally, rhodochrosite opens and clears any blocked psychic energy in the chakras, which allows powerful earth energy to flow upwards from the root chakra to the heart and also powerful universal energy to flow in from the crown chakra to the heart and this allows forward movement again without fear holding you back. It clears emotional debris from the chakras and the aura refiling it in the correct auric layer which brings a lot more clarity and less confusion so this enables expression of feelings especially um, love and passion and so forth. Here's a few things that you can try with rhodochrosite. It is said to increase telepathy. So if you are seeking news or reconnection with a lost friend, a relative or a love, you can place the crystal next to a photo of them. With your hands on either side, say the person's name three times and ask them to send word. You can visualise the last time you saw them or meeting up with them again and how that's going to make you feel and leave the crystal next to the photo to keep sending that energy. Incidentally, this also works with with missing animals, but place the crystal next to where they would usually sleep. Although rhodochrosite is great as part of a self-confidence gem essence, ensure you use the indirect method. Now, this is because many specimens of rhodochrosite may contain inclusions of minerals such as pyrite, and this makes them unsafe for the direct method. But as I say, rhodochrosite is great if you want to include that for a self-confidence, self-esteem, uplifting gem essence. You can simply hold rhodochrosite to the heart chakra to focus on the inner child or issues surrounding that or hold over or place on the solar plexus to release trauma energy. Judy Hall suggests programming rhodochrosite to attract a twin flame. This is someone with whom you can share unconditional love and mutual support. So this doesn't necessarily mean a romantic love. Bright little blessings to you all. Next month, we're going to be looking at lapis lazuli, and I'm still happy to receive suggestions for upcoming crystals of the meat as well. Thank you. You're listening to The Merlin on Colgen FM, the sound of magic.
Well, I'd like to say thank you to Ems from Saltwater Gaia for an excellent crystal of the month with rotocrosite. Brilliant. And that was followed by the sound of a band called Tuatha Dea with a track called Long Black Curl. And Tuatha Dea and I first crossed our paths when they invited me to submit some photographs as examples of my work with a view to me applying for the position of tour photographer for their upcoming tour. I've still kept in touch with them, I've followed their progress and there are some amazing changes on the way for Tuatha Dia. Moving on, the next track here on Cauldron FM, The Sound of Magic, is by somebody that we don't know. (laughs) It sounds absolutely crazy. I just ended up with this track called The Seeds of Summer. I really don't know who it is. And I've not been able to find out. So I hope you enjoy The Seeds of Summer. And that will be followed by a track from Jamie Black, who I met through a mutual friend and something that she recorded called The Forest Divine, here on Cauldron FM, The Sound of Magic.
around the planet on the World Wide Web, Internet Radio.
as the show draws to a close and before we play our final track I would like to thank all of the artists who have given their permission to us to use their work. I'd also like to thank Ems for another excellent Crystal of the Month and to you for listening. If you want to contact us, please drop me a line at cauldronfm at mail.com. And the next meet is going to be in August. So the artist that is going to close the show today is Leslie Fish with something called Avalon is Risen. So from the Merlin, it's love, light, and blessed be and I'll catch you again very very soon bye bye now hail the day so long expected when the gates are open wide magic soul and new collected have restored the ancient pride throughout fairies is risen, Avalon is risen to fall no more. All of us now stand in wonder as our visions come to pass. Old Earth Mother and God of Thunder, Huntress Weaver, join the dance. Swell the sound of joyous laughter, hear immortal voices roar. Avalon is risen, is risen, is risen, Avalon is risen to fall no more. Though some thought that all their hating had sent her beneath the waves, Avalon was only waiting for her folk will not be slaves.
Virgin FM, the sound of magic. Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Yes, one take! Ha <laughs> ha!